0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beard Zone podcast. I'm one of the hosts. My name is David. You know, these two guys here with me Theo, Glenn, how are we doing?
1: Doing great. Doing absolutely wonderful. Glenn? Are you sure? I am. Hey, your team got Stinson
0: Bennett. How do you feel about
1: that, Theo? Hey, 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 (laughs) hey, man. Hey, listen (laughs) here, man. The mentor (laughs) for Stafford. I'm not going to say it. I'm not gonna say it too loud, but you know, type Caleb. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna say.
2: That I mean, sad. I'm hyped for this. I, I've, I saw so much going on.
0: I saw like an already like mock draft for next year and the audacity that people have at Tampa having the number one overall pick. I saw right? to get Caleb Caleb saw Williams. That. Come yeah, on, I get it. We league. have we have Baker. I get it. There shouldn't be high expectations, but let's not forget ruthless. about what the defense was last year. And not only that, but the offensive line was seriously banged up. So it's like so uh,
1: bad though. They're ruthless
2: yeah. this time around.
1: I look yeah. at Lima. I I had I have got another uh, Bucks fan, and he was also like, Oh come on, I'm like, man, all I'm saying is Caleb Williams is like a prospect that has been touted like I don't I don't know if I'd be too mad at that. Or maybe I heard they're somewhere... suggesting we
2: trade up. Like even if we don't suck, maybe they suggest we trade up for him. I mean
0: like and who do we trade though? Ooh, Devin White. But if he's Ooh. on his fifth year if yeah. he's on his fifth year deal, no one's gonna take that. No one's gonna have yeah, value yeah. in that.
2: Yeah. We give up picks. That's the only thing I think we could give up because we unless we give up yeah. a valuable player.
0: It just kind of scares me because you know you always have these like generational quarterback prospects, which is, it seems like what Caleb Williams is. Mm -hmm. And how often do they actually pan out to be what they are thought to be?
2: I think it's proven like most number one picks suck. And then like later on in the draft, like look at Rogers. I think he was what, 21. Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. was also late in the game. No,
0: Patrick, wasn't Patrick top 15 still?
1: No. I don't think so, no. he's I thought
0: the Chiefs traded up for him.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: No, but like, idea? look at the. I mean, Ms. still went before Patrick Mahomes, so I mean, something that should that just does. go to
2: show.
1: <laughs> yeah, they always want. I to mean, be look at
2: man. Winston and Mariota. Come on. I,
1: oh my gosh, man! I, I think we've gotten better. You know, Burrow went. You know, Burrow went first, right? Burrow went first overall, right?
0: Burrow, they go first. Trevor Lawrence um, went first. Trevor too. Lawrence
1: went first. You know, he's. I think he's kind of proven to be.
0: Definitely, yeah, you know. They, there's, yeah. there's definitely people. The, the, quarterbacks now coming out of the, out of the college um, game, because right. I think that so many of the top tier college <laughs> offenses are run more pro style. So I think it kind of helps them get, get do a better transition, and plus the fact that just, I mean, every offense in the league is just an air it out kind of offense. So
1: yeah, it, I, I it think probably.
0: It Go ahead. No, it just it probably definitely helps. You know. <laughs> the the transition so but i mean only time will tell Uh, Mm -hmm. hey let's not hey let's be present though yes let's let's be present we got a draft to cover guys oh and there was there was some wildness in this draft Woo! first of all the texans did a madden move and got the second overall pick, drafted CJ Stroud. Then came back into the first round with the third overall pick and drafted William Anderson Jr. They have franchise players now on both ends of the ball to really build around that team now.
2: Yeah, but I, you can't blame them though. Look at what they had.
0: Oh like, yeah, no, you I have, don't blame them at all. Like, it's no. just it's crazy that like, they were able to do that.
2: <laughs> it is crazy, but you what they gave up to get the instant gratification for this year. And, and I don't think they're bad picks at all. I think that's exactly nope. what they needed. Um, and ironically, they picked a quarterback that's probably ultimately better than uh, Deshaun Watson in both character and performance. But uh, that was a slight there, you know, there was, some Whoa. shade. Um, but you know, they, <laughs> so are the it, massage ballers
0: okay to open in Houston again?
3: Oh my god! <laughs> no, but so on a real, on a real oh, note, man. that
2: you know, Will Anderson, fantastic linebacker. I think that's what they need at the centerfold of their, yep, their defense. I think he's the the bringer that that brings them back to life, like JJ Watt brought them back to life.
0: And D'Amico yeah. Ryan's is a dog.
2: Hey, right. Like
0: he, I think that he's going to use Will Anderson very beautifully this in the coming year.
2: But I think CJ needs to pair himself up with a solid quarterback coach and then a solid offensive coordinator. We'll see how this plays out year one. I'm not expecting a huge turnaround for the Texans, but something that shows some positive light.
0: Yeah, something and that. who's who are their weapons? Do they are are they still like kind of? a nah, little little iffy in the in, in the weapons department. Still, no,
1: they are they are. They don't have a whole lot. I mean, they are. They also took Tank uh, Tank Dell, the uh, Nathaniel. Yeah, Del they did the fourth. I think fourth or fifth, and they got John Mechie, who had the you know the cancer come up last year. Um, yeah. So you know, they don't. No one established. I think the best pass catcher, established pass catcher they have there is uh, um. The tight end from the cow- from the Cowboys that they got out of the off-field. oh Dalton Schultz uh, Schultz yeah oh they got they did Schultz
0: he's That's a dog great. man
1: mm-hmm. that guy's awesome he can
2: yeah. be
0: but he he can be uh, uh like a like a safety blanket great. for C J yep. Stroud yep I think definitely great. be a safety blanket and mm-hmm. not only that but uh they have a uh, is it Damian Pierce right in the backfield they do yeah yep.
1: Damian Pierce yep great. I mean I he had a
0: great good. great rookie season last year yeah. so Rodgers.
2: He's not that bad. Well, I mean, he's not exactly
0: no. top tier. Yeah, ask any he's... Packer fan how, how they like Amari Rodgers.
2: I mean, he's like slot receiver <laughs> second string. He he
0: he has the same like fumble ratio that Jameis Winston has interception ratio, man. Like the guy Ooh. fumbles like twice a game.
2: That's harsh. I mean, the Dude, stats don't lie. I'm though. just saying.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Ask any Packers fan. I don't think they're missing Amari Rodgers at all. <laughs>
2: Facts.
0: so so but texans make it big so now here's here's the next question because afc south is one of the more weaker divisions now granted it did get a lot stronger because of the offseason and because of the draft we will get into what the colts did in just a second but does this make them a favorite to win the afc south now okay. so the texans? their weapons they the texans. Have they got Tamiko Ryan, they got cj
1: stroud they got will uh, will anderson robert woods it's a little too hot, too ahead, too, uh I mean, well, don't I know this it, division though. is not the greatest. They did
2: take Sha- Shaq Mason from the Bucks, though.
1: <laughs> I know this division is not the greatest, but I I think a team. I I don't. Yeah, I, this team I don't think has enough Jags. to compete. Yeah, the Jags. Are, the, there's no way. There's We're no. we still way. riding high on the Jaguars. Yeah, there's no. Hell yeah, way. there's no way. They they got they got a while before I think they're actually competing. We just we just mentioned it. They have no like they have they like <laughs> it's great to have Stroud, but like they have no weapons for him. I mean it's they they got running back sorted out, great, but like you need more you need more than that to to so, I think compete.
2: Case Keenum is their like third string quarterback. He's arguably hit the quarterback coach at this point in time <laughs> and, and I mean, potentially the offensive coordinator. So who knows? He's
0: been around the league long enough.
2: Yeah, you yeah. can teach him a thing or two. Mm-hmm. So I mean he I think we give the Texans him. a shot. A lot like the Colts, let's roll the dice, but it, ultimately I think Theo's right. Jags
1: have a pretty heavy favorite there. Yeah, I mean they just yeah. made playoffs. They got a little, you know, a little experience now. You know that's definitely that would be my pick.
0: Yeah, but hey, they're on well, they're on the
1: right path for sure.
0: I yeah no they they definitely have the pieces around them and and Texas Houston is. I mean, outside of this past year with Lovey Smith, which, I mean, I can kind of maybe understand because there was some tiff, and he did give up the first overall pick, but it ended up playing into their favor. So Lovey Smith should actually be thanked by the Houston Texans because now they got the second <laughs> and the third overall pick,
3: mm-hmm. if you really
0: think about it. But, I mean, Texans are usually pretty patient. They're kind of like the Bengals. They're they're, they're going to ride it out with the coach for a little bit before they actually cut ties with them. Oh, so... Yeah. I think D'Amico Ryans, I think that he, he's gonna be good. A lot of you know, he's a former player, he's he's a great, I mean, great defensive-minded coach. I mean, we we see that. I mean, w- w- there's no arguing that, but I mean, I think that he's gonna, you know, do do good things there in Houston. But speaking of rolling the dice, everyone, including myself, I I I I ate the put pudding. I drank the Kool-Aid, whatever you wanna say. But I will admit I know. I know. Let's just let's just admit it. I had Will Levis going number one overall to the Panthers. Man. I drink the Kool Aid. I read the Man. articles online. I understand what I did. Okay, let's just move forward, Glenn. I don't need. I don't need to hear it today. Okay, was I that just that don't the first need to hear. L of it today. Of the season? <laughs> was that was that the first L of the season? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, That's you can't, you can't, you lose, it. You can't lose it. You can't lose and you can't lose in the offseason yet. You cannot <laughs> lose in the offseason. So no, it does not go in the lost column for me. So um, but Will Levis, after Bryce Young goes first, CJ Stroud goes second, everyone had. I mean, even I think the 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 betting, like the sports books had Will Levis going to the Indianapolis Colts. But the Indianapolis Colts got themselves a very athletic quarterback in Anthony Richardson. Now, Glenn, you're, you 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 think that Anthony Richardson is just a complete bust. He's not going to do well. I don't know. I actually think that he's going to do really well, especially with the new head coach, because I forget the name, but he was the former offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, and look at what he was able to do with Jalen Hurts in that offense. Think about what he's now going to be able to do with Anthony Richardson, the athlete that he is, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, You know, I mean, come on. I think that he can probably scheme up some things. So Uh,
2: keep in mind, like he he was brought up in the SEC, which is really defense heavy and defense strong. So he's going into the NFL, which arguably every defense is designed like the SEC. So he's going to throw a ton of interceptions. And I hope he breaks uh, Peyton Manning's 29 interceptions or something like that as a rookie, (laughs) because he's going to. You want to put a
0: bet on that?
1: I I put a bet on it.
2: <laughs> I mean, not what's right now, bet? man. Not right now. Wait till I get paid.
1: Um... <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm with you, David. I'm 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 with you. Let's let's both bet against so him. That, that he does. Yes.
2: You know, oh, what's the wager?
1: Uh, we we can figure out the specifics. I think <laughs> we,
0: we can figure that out later. So we'll we can figure that out under, later.
2: Over under on interceptions, but yeah, I still I I think, I
0: think he's good. I'll I'll say that he throws under twenty.
2: I say he throws more. Honestly, he he overthrows. That's crazy. Speedsters. How do you do that? I don't yes, even know if he's going to. I don't even know if he's going to throw what,
1: enough this year to throw 20 what interceptions. Are you talking about on, on Florida? Yeah. What speedsters do they have?
2: Had they? I don't know. I have to go back and look at some tape because he kept missing man. everybody and he would just run 90.
0: Florida yards. So hasn't had anyone
1: since Kyle Trask was, was quarterback. Just and that's... Say, man, every, everything I saw that he had, he was working with nothing in Florida. Like there was just not a whole lot of talent around him. to even So how do you, how do you take him? a quarterback
2: that's working with nothing and draft him fourth overall? Well, yeah. He well. made a cool pro day at his indoor facility with no defenders. He's big. He's quick. He's good feet, but he's not going to be an accurate guy unless he learns how to throw like you know Peyton Manning or Drew Brees overnight.
1: Yeah, I think unless he goes can... and
2: eats the same mushrooms Aaron Rodgers seems to be eating. I, I, you know,
1: I think we're I, I don't hearing... know. I think we're hearing these same things about someone named Josh Allen. Josh mm, Allen at least know.
2: has playoff wins.
1: He had playoff. wins. Well, Anthony Richardson
2: hasn't even done a snap in the football league, and football? we're
0: counting him out.
2: <laughs> yes. And Josh Allen no. was working with a spread offense in Wyoming, and he's working with the spread offense in the Bills. It depends on how they cater. That exactly, Josh Allen was a bust exactly. up until like you,
0: year you, three.
1: You just said it. You just said it. That's I don't exactly know about that. What it, it depends. I don't on know what about that. Do. So, I so if that. Richardson
2: is a bust this year, then he's just another Josh Allen?
0: No. A, no. I don't know.
2: I I don't mind Josh Allen. I really don't know. No, but
0: I mean if you think about it, Josh Allen was a bust up until what, year like 2 or 3?
1: I mean, it was I, until the
0: Gillette commercials. So, yeah.
1: Here's the thing. I mean, we were we're so quick now. I mean, I feel like this this current version, we're always so quick to just be like this guy is a bu-. like we were calling Josh Allen a bust when like it was his first year. He yeah. he got he got he the first year he came in, it was terrible. And everyone was calling him a bust. And, you know, for, from the first year to the second year, all of a sudden, you know, this this play comes out. This, this you know, he starts, you know, I don't know. I don't know. He drank the secret sauce, whatever have you. And he comes out and he's actually hitting his targets and he's better. And it's just like, I, I was watching something the other day where they were talking about how much more time quarterbacks used to get to adjust to the league and actually, like, learn, you know, like, we so much guys say that college football and NFL football are almost like two different games. And I don't know, man. I just think we need to give these quarterbacks a little bit more time than we're, we're so ready to call them busts immediately. If they don't have a great first year, I just think there's more to it than
2: that. (sighs) I would still give PJ Stroud and Bryce Young more time. Well, but that's, but
0: that's why, that's why the Colts didn't trade up for him. They right. just let him fall to number four. They yeah. they they took the quarterback that they should have taken. Now again, I get it. I had Will Levis going number one. It was just because I read an article, and you know me, I like to just you know kind of throw stuff to the wall and see what sticks. But I mean, it, Anthony Richardson. Luckily for him, he's going to an Indianapolis Colts. It's a great franchise from the head That's from the, the top cool. bottom. And they're gonna be patient with him. The only reason why they've been on a quarterback cycle is because Andrew Luck retired like two game two days before the regular season started, and they scrambled to get someone. And it was, well, who was it? Jacoby Brissett. And they went to Phillip Rivers, which Phillip Rivers then retired. So then they brought in Carson Wentz. Well, Carson Wentz, I don't think was ever gonna be the solution there. No. And when they and when they saw that. They saw this. They they saw this market at, at, in the draft. They knew that they were going to be moving on from Frank Wright, and they got they went and got their guys. And now I think that they're going to be able to kind of just sit in the pocket a little bit, allow Anthony Richardson. Even um, who is the uh, the the GM for um the Colts?
1: Oh, um, or oh no, no, you that's mean, the no, that's okay, the owner. You about to talk about the tweet? Or no.
0: That I don't know about. I, I, I I'm not well, I think I know what you're referencing, Theo, but oh, that, um, that's not Chris where I'm Ballard.
1: Going. Okay.
0: Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard, Chris Ballard, Ballard. actually came onto the Pat McAfee show during the during the draft spectacular and said that he isn't going to be the guy day one. Not saying that he's not going to start, but they understand that they have a project in front of them, but they un- they they believe that the ceiling on Anthony Richardson is the highest of the quarterbacks that were available for them at number four. Mm-hmm. And so they that shows me right there that the entire organization is going to be patient with Anthony Richardson and that's exactly what Josh Allen needed. So maybe An- yes. I'm not saying Anthony Richardson is Josh Allen. That's a very bold statement to say to compare wow. anyone, especially a rookie, to one of the most the one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I would put him in probably the top 3, top 5 depending on what list you read. So but I mean See, All right. I'm just saying <laughs> you you hit it's, on Anthony Richardson a lot but i think that i think that there's something there with anthony richardson man it's i really all outrageously all matures many...
2: in his accuracy levels then i don't see him panning out he has to be able to hit people in the hands and not 10 yards down the field like Jameis winston it's all I mean, about james how they... winston
0: got five years with tampa
1: oh we should have given him two but that's i agree it. with that trust me I... I do
0: but it got us tom brady so who cares
1: Steichen is is uh you know he's the guy behind Justin Herbert he's the guy behind Jalen Hurts, yep. um yep. you know like he he has the pedigree man I I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that he knows you know he knows what to do and listen Richardson could a hundred percent be a bust I think it's it's a hundred percent possible very possible when you have someone especially Half the, the people that were drafted on day NFL, one are going to be bust right. But but (laughs) if you if you could uh, you know the position that he's in, I don't think you could you could call up a better opportunity for this guy uh, to a better offense. Everything is set up for him to succeed. They have to be patient. They have to be willing to 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 adjust the offense to his style. And I think you know I think they've already kind of shown that they're willing to do both of these things. So I'm 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 feeling good about Richardson right now. I'm not gonna say it's a hundred percent hit, but I, I, I think it's gonna work. I think it's gonna work.
0: I think it is too. And I, I mean, really, only time will tell, but I think that taking Richardson over Levis was the smart idea looking back on it, especially kinda after seeing that well Levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Like who does that? That's and just weird. Why would you
1: under with the split on it or something? Like, oh my
0: god. Yeah, I need a banana with the banana peel still on. It. And it was like a, it was like an old banana, it looked like yeah, <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Yeah, it was weird, like not not really too sure w- what was going on there. But at the end of the day, we'll have Tennessee tie-in. Who knows? Maybe it will work. They still have absolutely no weapons down there, but, I mean, who knows? It, it could still work. They still um, have a decent O-line, though. I mean, they do, and they have Derrick Henry, which I get that they can rely on more of the run game. And you can, honestly, you can truly rely on the run game with Derrick Henry because you can stack the box, and the guy is still going to put up a buck twenty five on you. Just give right. him until the fourth quarter. Um, He's going to get eighty of those, you know, hundred and twenty-five yards in the last like six minutes of the game. It's just the way that he's wired. It's insane. So, but I still think that in order for you to be, in order for you to acclimate to the NFL, you got to be able to throw the ball, and you got to be able to throw the ball to receivers who Mm -hmm. are 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 gonna are gonna make it a little. When you're going up against world class athletes, and when you're going up against you know defensive backs in the NFL. You know, the window is much smaller in in the NFL than it is in college. And so if you have average wide receivers in the NFL, no one's going to look open. Like Mm -hmm. no one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No one is going to look open. So what's going to happen? You're going to hang on to the ball. You're going to get panicky. You're going to take unnecessary sacks. You're going to throw unnecessary interceptions. And even though that you have a great O-line and you have a great running back, at some point you got to throw the ball, which I think that's going to happen with Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans. I am. I'm more on the standpoint, which I know it's kind of crazy for me to say this because I had Will Levis going first overall, so I get it. Don't email us because we'll just delete it. Um, but <laughs> I, I, it's just like I the 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 more and more I think about it, and the more and more I look at this situation, I see Will Levis being the bottom of the quarterbacks in the NFL. He it's gives tough. me the vibe of more of like a like an over kind of like a like this like fake chip on the shoulder kind of guy, you know, like the guy who almost almost kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs, like who was really counting out the Kansas City Chiefs, but they were shouting from the mountaintops that everyone was counting them out. And so it was just like to all the haters out there,
3: mm-hmm. Well,
0: Will Levis is like to all the haters out there, who who's hating on you outside of you hating on yourself because you publicly came out To put mayonnaise in your coffee. Your girlfriend broke up with you on national TV and wait,
2: what that was brutal. I mean, it looked him? like Real. it.
0: It looked like she broke up with him on ah, national TV.
2: No way. <laughs> the
3: memes were God. just
2: out of control. I mean, it was
0: it was it was it was unreal. But I just don't think that he's going to be a locker room kind of guy. And if you're not a locker room kind of guy in the NFL, good luck trying to lead the team. And as a quarterback, you are the leader of the team. It's kind of like a Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is never going to be able to be a starter in the NFL because he can't lead a team. He he can't, he doesn't know how to fit into the to to the locker room. We saw that on draft night when you know everyone was, you know, it's the famous everyone was putting up, you know, hand signs and stuff like that and he just kind of was like, "Where am I?" you know? It's like, "Come on, man." So I think Will Levis is going to be at the end of the year, I think we're going to look back and be like, "Oof." It was a rough if, year for Will. <laughs> it was...
1: if, if, if he gets a shot, man, if he even... He That's has true. A, you know, he has the. a shot over Tannehill.
0: Tannehill, what, is getting paid like 26 or yeah. $36 million this year? Something crazy like that? Yeah, he's like, getting paid
1: just the way this more this than he should be getting.
0: <laughs> way, way more than the, than he should be getting. Which, let's step away from the draft really quick, because this is a perfect segue. Lamar Jackson, without an agent, without an agent, completely changed the game with this contract that he just signed. Completely changed it, and he did it all without an agent. So he's definitely a trailblazer. I think in the coming years for people getting, you know, um, I mean, those kind of deals. But I mean, congratulations to Lamar. It's hey. well-deserved. You're an MVP quarterback. You've been great ever since you've gotten into the league. We understand that you've dealt with some injuries, but when you're out there on the field, you're an absolute game-changer. You deserve the back. Congratulations, Lamar Jackson.
1: Absolutely. Completely agree. You know, we, we were talking, I, I think, in the last show, we talked a little bit about it and how it's just so insane that we're in this place where, you know, Lamar Jackson can't get a job um these other teams kind of not everyone immediately being out, you know, as soon as he went out. And then, you know, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is hey man, this these teams got understand what do you have when you have a quarterback like that. No one wants to be out there, you know, no one wants to be the guy, you know, everyone else has a girlfriend and you know, you you know, give up your good girlfriend because, you know, whatever for some silly reason. And, you know, you're watching all your friends out there, you know, just having fun, going to Paris, doing all these fun things. No one wants to be the guy from the outside looking in. You want to have, you know, make your girlfriend happy, treat her nice, give her things. And, you know, I I think the Ravens did what they needed to do, man. This is a team that, I mean, I don't, what would we be saying about them if they let Lamar Jackson go? Where would, like, who, there's no one else. There's not, like, that team is curated for him. It's, it's when when OBJ signed there I thought it was done I thought it was done already so congrats man
0: yeah no d- d- good, good job for the Ravens doing what they should have done long ago you know and I mean good job for Lamar again for sticking it out knowing his worth not hearing all the outside noise of he mm-hmm. should get an agent and everything else like that he stuck it out he got what he got and it's well deserved and the Ravens did the, the Ravens treated him right finally you know yeah. so now hopefully i get it obj he's there he's been kind of injury riddled i'm i'm curious to see how much of an impact he, he makes for lamar with the weapons i wish that they would well they did get zay flowers so i think zay flowers was probably one of the best wide receivers coming in out of this draft class so i'm happy to see him it kind of fits their their offense you know he's just uh he he, he can spread spread the field with his speed Mm-hmm. Definitely a game changer with his speed. So I mean, hopefully that that adds some, you know, threat um, that you know he can continue to throw to outside of Mark Andrews, which is probably next to Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Um, so, but seriously, congrats to Lamar. I mean, it's definitely well deserved. Let's move back to the draft really quick, quick, and let's actually go on to the other side of the of the ball. And this was the side that I said that he was going to be. I I think I hit one pick out of our top 10 Theo. I think I got like a 70%, which is absolutely insane. Not necessarily the team, but just the, just the pick. Like you got Bryce young, you got CJ Stroud, you got Willie Anderson, but you had him going to the Cardinals. But but, I mean, who would have, who could have imagined, (laughs) you know I mean come on but you got BJ Robinson going to Atlanta which we can dive into that here in a little bit but I think the one pick that I did get right Jalen Carter to the Philadelphia Eagles not only did they get Jalen Carter they also got Nolan Smith that Add some serious, serious firepower to an already deadly defensive line. The Eagles are looking to go back to the Super Bowl in a weak NFC conference. And I think that they can do it with now their added talent on the defensive side of the ball. The Georgia Eagles, the
2: Eagles need to change their logo. <laughs> the the, to the right. G being the Georgia <laughs> Bulldogs G. They're, they're just the, like the, the Eagles need uh-huh. to go to
0: Georgia and the Chargers need to go to TCU. <laughs>
2: Clearly. Like it just, I feel like the Eagles organization was like, well, I guess this worked the first time. We might as just keep going.
1: I don't think, don't
0: fix it, you know, mm-hmm. right?
1: No, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, every time you looked, it was just like another, another, like another, like what, like, are they, are they drafting from the Georgia? Like, do they know there are other players other than Georgia teams? And then Probably they go not. ahead, they go ahead and trade. <laughs> But DeAndre Swift, who came from,
0: oh my gosh, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia.
1: It's, just, it's like, dude, it was it, it was hilarious just watching everything unfold over the weekend with the Eagles. I am, oh my I'm, gosh. I'm just, I, I'm, they they're just so good at drafting. I can't I can't be mad at it, but I am mad at it. But at the same time, it's just they really, you know, they know what they're doing now and then when it comes to the draft. And I know a lot of teams are looking at them like, man. Must be nice. Must be nice.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, I mean, whatever is working. Now, eventually, I think it's going to catch up to them, and they should, you know, try and spread out just a little bit, you know. But, I mean, for right now, Georgia is just producing, you know, next-level talent. So, continue to go for it. Yeah. It's like Miami back in the day. I mean, when they were producing just, like, Hall of Famers left and right.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I
0: mean, so – But I mean, George, or um, now I'm on Georgia. But the Eagles go Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith again. I think that adds some serious um, firepower to that defensive line. Um, If you can get after the quarterback, we all saw it, man. Bucks 2020 Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, the unbeatable Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs got completely shut out because Patrick Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he can get to the quarterback, You you have a good shot of you know winning the game, Um, especially if you have a quarterback like Jalen Hurts on the other end of the uh, uh, the ball, leading your offense with still a pretty intact offensive line. Honestly, Um, so
1: NFC East be afraid, be very afraid.
0: I say the whole NFC, man. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of threats in the NFC.
1: So I mean, I mean
0: on you know, so I mean uh packers bucks the the two teams that were kind of a threat last year ended up falling off of a cliff and both of their quarterbacks one retired the other one went to new york to you know live his best life so um but okay let's talk about the packers really quick uh, what's up with them not drafting wide receivers or any kind of offensive weapon in the first man. round? Is this just like a tradition at this point or what's going on? I was But really they still hoping... succeed
2: somehow. I don't
1: know yeah. how that happens. It's like I mean, they're the
2: offensive version of Bill Belichick.
1: We'll see, man. They they succeeded because of Aaron Rodgers. I oh, think true. Yeah, true. Um we're going to We're about to find out you, real you quick. No I pressure. thought Joy I just love. I thought it was going to be an even more hilarious weekend with that whole narrative of them not never giving Aaron Rodgers a weapon and then I thought they were just going to you know just pack on the weapons for uh for love which in a way they kind of did in their own Packers way I don't know why they got two tight ends but whatever um like I I just expected them to like go JSN in the first and then you know get another guy in you know in the second and the you know, and just keep going offense over and over again, and just kind of really stick it to Rogers, and be like, "Ha, ah, we'll give him weapons." But um, yeah, I- and you know
0: that is that is kind of my question too. Why did they? Why why was everyone having the Packers? Am I missing something on Robert Tunyon? Like, is he not as good as I see him to be? Because he seems like a pretty solid tight end, but everyone uh-huh. had. The Packers drafting scared. a tight end and they also had, and they also drafted two tight ends later in, in the draft. So it's kind of like, okay, what, what are we not seeing with Robert? Yeah. Like,
1: I, I think he's, okay. I, I
0: think he's a, I think he's a pretty solid tight end, you know, And, and yeah, but I'm not watching every
1: Packers game either. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, you know, I think Tanyan is okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, there was a huge kind of call the whole, you know, a, a lot of mocks I saw had, had the Packers getting some tight end, some had him getting Kincaid, some had him getting Mayer. I, I would consistently be seeing uh, the Packers getting a tight end. So I don't know. I don't really know what their, you know, what their fascination is with, with the, with that position, especially considering you have a guy that was pretty good for you, but that's, I don't know. I guess they, I guess, you know, uh, who was it, Tucker Craft? And and the other guy is our Hall of Fame guys. You can't miss, can't miss them. Can't yeah. miss out on those guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So, we, we've we kind of covered. The Packers did
2: pick up Sean Clifford. <laughs> Who? So, it's like Sean Clifford, the Penn State. What, what is
0: this? What... Hey, man. Are hey, we supposed I to be impressed with this. No, no. So,
2: Sean Clifford was pretty solid this past season from Penn state, but he wasn't necessarily oh, okay. the top ringer for quarterbacks. So maybe it's a little bit of pressure on Jordan love outside of that money to be like, Hey, you better perform," or, you know, we're just going to give it to the next guy. They did pick up two wide receivers. Jalen Reed out of Michigan state. Yep, yeah. He's, yep, J- he's J- all Reed. right. Yeah. He's not the top tier, but he's still pretty solid. Yeah. And then he got, uh, Dontavian Wicks out of Virginia. You got two tight ends, more of receiving type tight ends. Probably Tunyon's probably more of a blocker first. But the two wide receivers, they're young blood. So I mean the Packers may start out real slow, but who who knows? Because the Lions picked up some pretty solid guys. They got Jameer Gibbs Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a tight end. So Lions might be the walk away if if you know. Kirk Cousins pulls another Kirk Cousins.
0: But the Lions uh, got to ride that wave that they that they kind of finished up the year last year. I, I'm just so hesitant to be like, okay, the, yeah, the Lions are going to carry that momentum into this year. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, who knows where you're going to get out of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, the Lions are going to take the North. Ah. It's uh, just, it, it almost sounds like, it, it's almost like when, you know, Peyton Manning went to the Denver Broncos. It just felt weird, you know, saying. You know, so, True. like, saying, like, oh, the Lions could, could win the NFC North. It's like, what? I remember the Lions. I, I think I'm still just, you know, living in the the days that I grew up in because it's like the Lions went 0-16. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, Lions, the Lions have never been that great, you know? So, I mean, like, and to me, honestly, they had one of the worst drafts this I, year.
1: I agree. I agree with that.
0: I, yeah. I I didn't understand. They had they had many opportunities and so many chances to get really like stand out, true like number one talent in you know said position, and they just kind of went out to left field. Like they got Jameer yeah. Gibbs, yeah. and then they got it's um, Jack they, Campbell,
2: it's DeAndre Swift. So you had to
0: no, they they well, didn't I,
1: trade. They traded. Uh, you mean they traded? They Swift traded after.
2: after. Oh, that's oh, you're right.
1: Yeah, well, I, that was some, weird.
2: Get, maybe you know, they
0: already knew that that was going to happen, so we can give no, them a Williams break on that. Got but then, in
2: trouble with gambling, I thought. The running back, it was like the five dudes out of Detroit Lions got in trouble for no, gambling. No, 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 the that, that run, was, running back that was, was, farther, was uh
0: right? No, because Williams well, the other is now guy, with it was the their wide Saints. receiver. Yeah, Williams, yeah, the Williams wide Williams receiver problems. who was hurt okay. all the year last year. Oh, that's right. yeah, Jameson Williams. yeah. So, yeah, it's. I don't know. It, no, I, mean, I it, agree with you. The lions could. The lions could, but I don't. I'm not gonna put money on.
1: Listen, that. I love. I love watching like Jameer Gibbs. I, I, you know, for fantasy purposes, and you, you know, you guys know I'm the fantasy guy. From, we were, you know, at the fantasy community is, you know, hum, screaming. Yes, this is amazing. At the same time, you know, those those who are you know draft analysts and draft specialists are like, you you really. You, you take a running back here at the, you know, when you have all these other kind of positions, you can get these locked down guys on defense or maybe get the best offensive tackle, you know, in the draft or, you know, like all these other things that you, that you really need. And you you take a running back, you take the position that is the most likely to get injured, the most fragile, the, you know, what is considered to be the most luxury pick. I don't, you know, I don't really understand it for that side. But I definitely drafted Jameer Gibson in my uh, rookie draft over the weekend. So um that part of me is happy about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> think that I would shy away from drafting him in fantasy because I think that he's going to fit well into that offense. Oh,
1: man. he got But as capital. far
0: as, yeah, as far as where they picked him, it's just kind of, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. But let's, let, let's talk about a team that, you know, just... Always just kind of kicks back and, you know, just enjoys draft night and, you know, just usually <laughs> trades back and, ah uh, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's just, just going to be a peaceful night for us while our fans, you know, just stress out, you know, because we're really not too <laughs> sure. You know, what's going to happen, you know, and, you know, Tom Brady is no longer with us. But I'm talking about the New England Patriots. These guys somehow ended up trading back, I think, like five spots or something like that. And ended up still getting the number one cornerback outside of uh, Witherspoon. I still think Witherspoon was the top corner. But they got Christian Gonzalez at number 17. How? I had Christian Gonzalez going to the Detroit Lions at number, what was it, eight?
2: Yeah, I don't know how that happened. That, that how, was... do, how do
0: they do this? Every single year they do this. They trade back, they trade back, and then boom, someone falls right into their lap.
2: Mm-hmm. It's the Belichick effect. It's got to be. And There's the only way they explain that.
1: I, I really nothing I else really makes sense. Say. I really couldn't say. I mean, I I got a couple of Patriots fans, and they're this is like their their most hated time of year because they. <laughs> You know, they're just like every year they're like, please give us offense. Give some give someone give our quarterback a weapon. And they're like, they're kind of like the nah. Packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, though, because, you know, they've been thinking, right. And you know, Tom Brady's been gone. They've just been dealing with, you know, whoever. So, going back to the flop conversation, is Mac Jones arguably a flop? I mean, I would, I would say so at this point. I, I, yeah, not, I, I, I'm willing to agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he really hasn't done or shown anything um, that really says, you know what, this guy could, this guy could pull it off. This guy could make a turnaround. I think that we've seen probably the best of Max Jones that we that we're gonna see. I mean, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they move move on from him after this year. To be honest with you.
1: And now the team, you know, the team is like, you know, kinda of seems to have lost faith in him. So it's like all of these other things are happening and it's like I mean, I don't know, like how many how many different things are you gonna go up against, uh, you know, as a quarterback? So I I'm I'm of the I'm of the belief that it's gonna be, you know, I don't know, maybe another year for him and then they'll be figuring something else out.
0: Yeah, yeah, got, I don't they think they got k
1: Booty, though. Actually, they got Booty, they got Juju. They,
0: they, 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 they yes, they did.
2: <laughs> and they got Devontae Parker, which Devontae Parker used to be pretty decent. He,
0: uh, I think it might be what he was always they, uh, kind of mid, though. Devontae Parker down in Miami, so I was, yeah. I was yeah. never. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't ever really like super, you know, too impressed. So, but okay, th- this kind of leads us right into a little bit of a segue. I know that we kind of created some notes throughout the last week or so to kind of go over, you know, s- some some different categories of the draft. I'm gonna just dive right into it. I have the steal yeah, of the that- draft being Christian Gonzalez at number 17. He was a top cornerback. There was a lot of teams that were needing a cornerback. Early on in the in the draft, top ten. I mean, I saw Christian Gonzalez go as early as I want to say six or I actually I think five to the Seattle Seahawks, I did see one mock draft as him going at number five. And for the Patriots to not only get him at 17, but to trade back into that pick and then to have him still fall into their lap. I know it's still an early pick. It's still a first round pick, but I'm going to give it to the Patriots with the seal of the draft because I think Christian Gonzalez is going to turn out to be a really, really good cornerback.
2: And you know what, Dave, you, <clears throat> when you sent that to me, I was like, he stole my he, you stole my steel.
3: <laughs> um
2: I've read notes, I read your notes, Glenn. I read uh. your notes. Clearly. Um, uh, but yeah, I was you know, I had to take a re after you took that one, I was like, all right, so let's let's take a look at some paperwork and things, take, take a look at some stats and some you know, you know, every other analyst notes, right? It was really just like two people. But um I looked at it and I was watching the draft and Michael Meyer came out, or Mayer, I think maybe. Uh, he was the Notre Dame tight end. And I remember watching him over the past year in some college games. I'm like, you know what? He was pretty solid. And, you know, Dalton Kincaid is, you know, up there too. But he's, he's kind of an all-around guy. And then his biggest um, comparison was Gronk. And I was like, okay, he's huge. And he can move. And he can catch. So why not? And, and I was like, Vegas ruined their relationship with Waller. Um, the Raiders, it's just their management's ridiculous. Um, and they picked up a tight end. I was like, oh, that's a really good pick. So, it, and Garoppolo loved throwing it to Kittle. So I'm like, okay, this is probably a solid steal. And it was just, it just seemed to line up that way. Yeah, there's yeah. no other way to kind of explain it.
0: I mean, honestly, I can kind of agree because Michael Mayer, I mean, I I believe that some people had Michael Mayer going in the first round to so the Detroit Lions because everyone was thinking that they were going to be looking for the replacement with uh, Hawkinson um, yeah. with one of their first two-round picks. And, um, you know, and and so a, a lot of the time I saw Michael Mayer's name first off the board, you know, in, in the tight end department. So the fact that he fell into, you know, day two, What to the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think is going to be a good fit for him? You you know, you you pointed out all those key points. Yeah, I could agree with that.
2: I mean, he stole mine, so I had to come up with
1: something. So (laughs) I got to make you work, man.
0: Listen, all right, I have to. I have to make you work at least a little bit.
1: Hey, all right. You need sometimes you need to push. Um, For me. Man, I, uh, there's, there's, there was a guy going in this, uh, you know, like, everything always comes back to kind of, you know, what I, what I was watching over the off season. You know, I've been, i had been preparing for, you know, this, this off season and what was going to happen, in this, uh, in this current draft, you know, and, and there's, you know, I was watching mocks, just watching mocks, you know, so, all day, every day, you know, following what people were saying about where these, where these players are gonna go. Some of these offensive players. Um, you know, specifically for fantasy and all these kind of things. And like, you know, you see names and these guys kind of consistently going. Like, okay, this guy's gonna be going sometime in the early either, you know, I I've seen one or two in the late, you know, in the late first. Um, you know, but definitely early second, you know, these this guy's gonna this guy and and Zay Flowers are gonna go close together. And man, uh Josh Downs. Uh you know, he just kept, he just kept falling. Uh, it it just was, it was to me and, you know, I was watching and this happened with a lot of guys that we were kind of, uh, you know, looking out for and, and trying to uh, uh, guess, you know, what their landing spot was going to be. Josh Downs, I mean, was looking like a guy that we were all going to be looking to take super early, you know, I mean, uh, Wider um you know, Josh Downs, wide receiver out of North Carolina. Um, you know, the guy is I – I looked at him, his tape, and Zay Flowers' tape, and I honestly – there are times I couldn't really tell apart, like, what was going – you know, the differences between their games. I mean, both of them are smaller wide receivers. Not a lot of big wide receivers in this draft. Uh, smaller wide receivers, but shifty as hell. You know, big contributors to their team. And, you know, he just kept, you know, second round. No one's taking him third round. You know, it's just like, how long is this guy going to fall? And, you know, once again, just like we spoke about with Anthony Richardson, the Colts just kind of, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, we'll take Josh Downs here. You know, uh, it, it was it was kind of insane to, to, for that value to drop. And the landing spot, I think, is so perfect with, uh, you know, you have Michael Pittman there already to be your outside guy. Josh Downs fits perfectly into the slot. Um, with the Colts letting Naeem, you know Lines the running back go, but you know running, but you know he was more of a pass catching running back, and also right. uh, uh, what's the other wide receiver that they had. Um, I'm blanking on the on the other wide receiver that they had there that, oh, uh, that was Paris uh, Campbell. Paris Campbell, thank you. Yeah, um, it was, it was also oh. there. You know they let him go to the Giants, and you know it's just hey. I I, th- I thought it was a great spot, and you know I thought once again, Colts made a great pick. You know, just allowing that guy to just kind of fall into their lap, who I think should have gone above a lot of the wide receivers that went over him. But hey, congrats to the Colts.
2: He reminds me of yeah. Randall
1: Cobb. Yes. Yes. Ooh, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's nice. Uh huh.
0: Hey, that's 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 longevity with with that with what you just said. That that's the first thing that popped yeah. in my head. Because yeah, Randall man. Cobb signed with the freaking Jets now, so he's back with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you know, best but I buddy mean,
1: Rodgers. Hey, the best thing but... Cobb did for his career was befriend <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <True>.
0: Seriously. So, <laughs> but maybe now Josh, you know, Josh Downs can befriend Anthony Richardson, and they can have a beautiful right. relationship for the next maybe. coming years. That's at least what the city of Indianapolis hopes for. Mm-hmm.
2: They're praying. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, seriously, they are still there. They've they've just been crying ever since Andrew Luck you know retires. So I mean, they're 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 hoping and praying. They're a very hopeful bunch. But Josh Downs, small, shifty receiver, perfect in the slot. Just kind of like what you said, Michael Pittman on the outside. He fits probably perfectly into that system. And now with their new um, head coach, with the offense that he's probably going to be drawing up, it should be a lot of fun with Anthony Richardson, Josh um john jonathan taylor and now josh downs to you know just kind of have and his utility belt Mm -hmm. let's let's kind of take a shift now a little bit to our favorite picks now i i my favorite pick is you know i don't know how well you know this name come on i know i know i know that you know one name and that's uh penny sewell you know that name the guy who is um the tackle for the uh-huh. Detroit Lions? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great, great Familiar. tackle. Familiar. Great yeah. tackle. Well, he has a brother. And his brother just got drafted by the Chicago Bears. His name is Noah Sewell. He got picked Ooh. at 148. 148, the Chicago Bears picked up a linebacker, Noah Sewell. Not the fastest linebacker, not the linebackers that we've been used to over the past few years, especially, you know, running fast 40s and are, you know, really explosive off of their first jump and everything else like that. But he is an old-school kind of linebacker, the perfect kind of linebacker to put on the Chicago Bears uniform. They just got rid of Roquan Smith. They needed a linebacker. They needed help at linebacker. I think that they got a really good Really good value pick with Noah Sewell there at 148. He's out of Oregon. If you look at his tape, he runs downhill. He he hits hard, and when he hits you, you fall. He's just an absolute Mack truck coming through those eight, coming through those gaps to hit people in the backfield. He's smart. He knows how to play the middle of the field, and I think that it that to me was honestly my favorite pick. I was looking. At Noah Sewell almost like since when 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 day two started at the draft, I started looking for his name to come off the board. And it took all the way until 148 to, to for him to come off and him for him to go to the Chicago Bears. I think it was the perfect fit.
2: You know what? They need defense though. Cause they had all that offense prior to the draft picking up uh to help out. Um the quarter, God, I cannot remember his name right now. Justin Fields. It? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Justin Fields. And, you know, they have the offense, I think, to match at least the Vikings, but the defense was always lacking. They couldn't stop people from scoring. So I think that linebacker pickup is pretty solid. So, you know, that's, that's good. Yeah. And I, <laughs> My favorite pick of this entire draft, and it's not going to make any sense because it's not related to football at all, uh, is is Cody Mach. Like the dude looks like some hillbilly went in and played (laughs) hockey and then lined up for the NFL draft.
0: Yeah, but the best draft picture (laughs) ever. Ever, (laughs) ever. Dude dude
2: goes in as a walk-on for a tight end and then comes out as an offensive tackle, and he's just, and I had to, I was like, what the hell are the Bucks doing? Who is this kid? And I look up some of his tape afterwards, I'm like, oh, okay, this this might add up, we needed some O-line anyways, so.
0: I'm not you know? gonna lie, I saw them pick this and I was like, who is this? And then I saw him smile. I'm like, I don't care. I'm glad that he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. This guy so is ridiculous. awesome. <laughs> like
2: he's all he's my favorite just because it's the most ridiculous pick. And uh-huh. you know what? I really hope it pans out. Cause like, you know, these offensive linemen that come out of like these prestigious schools, and it's and it's a lot like the quarterbacks, right? They kind of flop or they're they're hot. And then you get some of these guys that come out of like D2 schools or like just showing up out of the grocery store. And then you're like, oh, they're freaking awesome. And then you're like, oh, man, where did this guy come from? And you look him up, you're like, how did did we miss this? So I think he's like the unicorn for the Bucks, at least this year um but yeah that that draft pick just makes it for me i'm a favorite pick sorry that's just <laughs> it's not even football really it's just he ridiculous. definitely will
0: always hold uh and you know the the best part about it is is that they just revealed the rookie numbers going into the NFL season and he's number 69 so it just it's just <laughs> the, the the beauty of all of it is just awesome I, I believe that i have a new um tampa bay buccaneer player and that is definitely him i Man, if we could, uh, dude, we we should try and get him on the podcast. Cause like, I just want to talk to this guy. Cause this guy that is would be awesome. Awesome.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, listen, I I saw um uh before I talk about mine, you know, I, I I the first time I heard about this guy, I was watching Good Morning Football and they they were talking about him. I think they had him on, and they were you know they were like, this guy is the greatest guy in the draft. Like, just just look at his smile. And they showed him. I was like, what in the what, the, what is going on <laughs> with this guy? Like, this guy should not be going to the NFL. He needs to be going to, you know, the orthodontist. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, <laughs> this, uh, but you know, they uh, they talked, they they spoke with him. You know, they told his story. You know, apparently the teeth, the tooth got knocked out of the basketball game. Um, you know, and and you know, he want he went to fix it, and someone was just like, "No, dude, just just leave it." Just just leave it like and it was just like it's almost like a light went off and he's like, you know what this is who I am now <laughs> so it was he just, just embraced yeah, it <laughs> yeah just embrace it and you, you gotta love that man you gotta you gotta love a guy and also the confidence to kind of, like you know the, these kind of things are mental things you know sometimes you need these these are good mental things to see in a player coming to your team like hey, this is someone that has a whole lot of self-confidence
0: dude he's the, the, like a mixture he's like yeah. a mixture of uh he's like a, a ginger maui and a michael strahan put together it's just <laughs> oh <awesome>. my god <laughs>
1: oh it's great yeah I, I love that pick um for me i personally um you know I, there's a lot of teams that did some what you know weird things in the draft you know there's some teams that made some picks that were quite questionable um but for me, you know, when in the in the first round, the first round is always the most exciting, but this year even more so for me, I just you know, I I just watching the landing spots of a lot of these guys that I've been paying attention to for the longest time and seeing them actually uh you know hit hit the spots that you want them to hit. Um this one I you know, I, I'll I'll admit, man, the first time I saw it, I was like, but why? You know, why why would you do this? You know, why would you take this guy? Um, you know, when you already have established wide receivers there. But, um, you know, uh, when Jackson Smith and Jigba got picked in the first round, 12th overall, I think, uh, um, wide receiver out of Ohio. And it, it, it just seemed a little bit weird because I, you know, I, you know they got Lockett, you know, they got Metcalf. Um, but when you think about it, this is a perfect fit for this team right now. I'm sitting where he's sitting, Tyler Lockett, you know, as as great as he is, still is, I think. I don't think he's falling off, but you know, age is going to catch up. Getting getting older, a getting nice older. Way. You know, and he's a small guy. You know, it's just like all these things add up. And Jackson Smith, but coming in there to learn, you know, to 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 spend his rookie year, probably learning more than you know. Like he's going to get on the field enough, but like, which which you know, wide receiver, would you want him more to kind of? Be able to take some something from than this little plucky Tyler Lockett that you know small guy you know come playing in the league before the small guys were getting recognized, and being that small guy that was just dominating consistently over and over again, I just thought it was a great landing spot for him. I yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba already just a super talented guy. I mean, uh, route specialist, uh, content, you know, not not even not contestant contested catch, but separation specialist, this guy. I mean, we. You, you don't need to talk anymore about what he's done. You know, he He. completely destroyed, you know, the the, uh, the college league, the year that he played with Olave and Garrett Wilson, and gaining his own targets and making a name for himself at that point. But I, I just think it's a perfect position for him this year, for him to be able to be in that room while Tyler Lockett probably plays last year and have DK Metcalf on that other side so that you're not just getting, you know, two manned and, uh, or, or having the best corner on you immediately every time. A perfect place for him to learn. This Seahawks team is going to be terrifying. I mean, if, if, if this guy gets, you know, becomes who they think he's going to become with the defense that they're building up, um, you know, I just thought it was a great pick and a great fit for the team.
0: You know, it's it, it's it's so funny that, like, you think about it theo you said it before you are the fantasy guy and your steal of the draft was wide receiver your favorite pick was a wide receiver uh, yeah and so it's like uh yeah. oh, there's a trend going on here right I'm, now i wonder I'm, what I'm, it I'm, is I'm trying.
1: I'm trying guys he's gaming already
0: <laughs> he all all he's doing is just giving us pointers and we should be taking notes.
1: That's hey. what we should be doing. Hey, come on. Heck yeah. I'm here to help the team.
0: Everyone. So <laughs> actually, you know what, Theo? I'm actually gonna stick with you really quick because I know that you want to talk about this guy. We are gonna pick our way too early offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And way I want Theo I I way too early, but I want Theo to start this conversation off because I know that he is fired up about his offensive rookie of the year.
1: Yes. So I think we had I think last show we had a bit of a discussion. Uh I think we, we were did talking about a certain We did. And someone was an unbeliever. Someone just couldn't get on board.
0: That unbeliever him. wasn't me. That was Glenn everyone. I just no. want to make that I just want to make that <laughs> clear.
1: He's talking That's about fine. That's he's fine. Talking, he's talking about the first L of the season. I think Glenn <laughs> got the first L of the season by not taking Bijan Robinson as the best running back in this draft and the best one we've seen in years. I mean, eight like eighth, like you know what it is for a running back to get that kind of draft capital? I mean, it's it just absolutely insane and the the and to go to Arthur Smith's offense. Arthur Derrick Henry Smith it's just it's going to be uh I mean we had n- guys that drop were drafted in the fourth and fifth round having a thousand yard seasons in Tyler Algier last year um the, uh, you know on the Falcons and it's it just like Cor- Cor- Cordero Patterson all of a sudden is one of the greatest players that we've ever seen when he goes to this offense and uh, it's all of a sudden he's you know he's in the league for 10 years before. And all of a sudden, Cordero Patterson is breaking long runs and being this this transcendent player. And we're just looking around like, huh? Like, what what is happening here? And I just I just think everything is set up and lined up for Bijan Robinson to absolutely dominate this year uh, on the Atlanta Falcons. I think it, the landing spot could not be better. This guy, I mean, he has it all. The pass catching. You know, the only thing the Falcons don't have is a quarterback, and hey, maybe they do. We don't know. We don't know what Desmond Ritter is right now. If Desmond Ritter is anything more than than fine, you know, or you know, if he's if he just doesn't suck, this team is going to be and I mean, and Bijan Robinson himself is just is it's gonna be a lockdown offensive rookie of the year because if he's good enough to actually make Kyle Pitts and Drake London viable prospects where, you know, you can't even stack the box. Oh, it's, it's, it's just going to be done. Like, I mean, I don't see how anyone is going to be able to stop um, Bijan. Uh, it, it's just a perfect landing um, scheme, but it's mostly because of Arthur Smith's uh, uh, scheme. I think he knows how to get running backs. He, he knows how to scheme for running backs, man. It, it's, it's proven time and time again. Um yeah, I'm. I'm just super excited. I. I. This is exactly what I kind of wanted for him. This Is what I wanted to happen, and I. I. I it's wheels up for Bijan Robinson moving forward. I don't. I don't see any way that this does not happen if the chips fall in place. Come on, Ritter.
0: As a as a Tampa Bay fan, I hated this pick <laughs> because now Same I here. have to see him. Same here. I have to see him twice a year, and a a, a, a running game that. I was I was so confident in. Mm-hmm. But after last year, the run defense that we showed last year gives me nightmares knowing that now we have to face B. John Robinson twice a year with the Atlanta Falcons. And so, but <clears throat> I wanted to go B. John Robinson. Honestly, I did. I wanted to go B. John Robinson here for my way too early offensive rookie of the year. But you know what? I died on the will with Will Levis. I died on the hill with Will Levis when I said that he was going to go number one overall. I read the article. (laughs) I decided to, you know. But you know what? I need to die on the new hill that I am on. And so my offensive rookie of the year, my way too early offensive rookie of the year, is none other than Anthony Richardson quarterback. Come on now. From Florida to the Indianapolis Colts. I said it earlier. I'm not going to beat a do- dead horse, but I think that the offensive system that he is going to, I think that the just, it's the perfect, I think it's going to be the perfect storm there in Indianapolis with Anthony Richardson. I think that there's a lot of doubters. Glenn. And, you know, <laughs> he just needs to prove them wrong. He just needs to prove them wrong. And I think that that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to show off his athleticism. I would say I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I think that he has at least 35 total touchdowns combined in both the passing wow. and running game. Bold. Both the passing and running game combined, I think that he will hit at least 35 touchdowns this year, and that is yeah. why. Anthony Richardson is going to be the offensive rookie of the year for the Indianapolis Colts. Colts fans. Finally take a sigh of relief because you have yourself your quarterback of the future.
2: I mean, you confused me. I thought you picked a defensive rookie of the year at that point, but okay.
1: (laughs) No, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Glenn don't start.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No man, it's it's all good, and, and you know I I might eat my my comments about Kendra Miller, and you know B. John Robinson being a Bucks fan now seeing them both in our damn division, so um, yeah, it's to be rough as a Bucks fan moving forward. <laughs> uh, our division. Brace yourself, get- Tampa.
0: It's 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 back to the dark days.
3: <laughs> I hope not
2: not that bad, but um, we'll see. It's it's not going to be easy, but for the rookie of the year, and uh. So Theo brought this guy up um, on his top three last episode is Dalton Kincaid. Mm -hmm. The dude Mm. is, he's Travis Kelsey again. That's just, that's what I see. That's what I see at least from his tape. Um, Obviously we have to wait and see, but you have Josh Allen thrown to him. And Josh Allen loves to chuck the ball down vertically. Dolan Mm -hmm. Kincaid can do that. And he's Mm -hmm. up the middle. Um, You need arguably a solid tight end pass catcher in uh, the AFC East. Because look at your competition. I mean, the Patriots, yeah, got got it, got it. Uh, The Jets got Aaron Rodgers and the good part of the Packers that came with him. You have... Uh, the Dolphins, who might as well have just picked up the U.S. Olympic track team. Um,
0: That's very true. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's like, who, who do you need to compete? And the Bills needed someone a little bit more reliable than Knox at tight end. Knox is okay, but I think he's been very injury prone. And I think Dalton Kincaid fills that gap and kind of lays some heat off of uh, Stefan Diggs. The one thing I wish the bucks done or not the bucks the bills did during the draft was pick up a running back, but they have Latavius Murray now, so I guess it kind of worked out for the time being. <laughs> but I really wish they picked up a, a running back. but Dalton Kincaid fills the someone I can't remember if it was Mel Kuiper or someone else during the draft, but they said that he's actually more of a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's just not as quick.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like I've heard that. Oh okay. So and it is what it is. But if he can play tight end, just get a little chip block and play some Travis Kelsey or George Kittle out in the middle of the field and just catch ten yard, you know, even seven yard gains, then you're pretty solid. He doesn't have to be the A game player like Stefan Diggs or 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 someone like that. But he just needs to be good enough, and I think that's where he fits the bill. It's really crazy t- saying a tight end as a, um offensive rookie of the year. But you have Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and, and these other tight ends that are putting up almost 1,000-yard seasons or 1,000-yard seasons with multiple touchdowns. So it's not impossible. So, that I mean, that's the only argument I really have for the guy. But that's who I, I kind of like for the offensive
1: rookie of the year.
0: I could see it. Mike. Yeah,
1: I could see it. I can uh,
0: I can see it, too, because the mm-hmm. tight end position is starting to just be more and more valuable in the NFL.
1: Like, yeah.
0: at first, I thought it was going to be another fullback position where it just kind of faded into nothing and it just become, like, a blocking, you know, wide receiver, just kind of like the fullback did. They became, like, a blocking running back. But because of you know, Gronk and um, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and Mark Andrews. And I mean, like now, if you really look at it, there's so many great tight ends in the NFL. Kyle Pitts, too. I, totally I mean, Kyle about Pitts, Dale, mm-hmm. Darren Waller. I mean, Dalton Schultz. I mean, we can seriously go on and on about the amount of talent and the amount of great weapons and or great tight ends <clears throat> that um you know so many different teams have, and I mean so it it definitely is a realistic possibility. My only thing was is that it was a little bit of a question mark to me because they do have um, what's his name Knox?
1: Yeah, so Knox, I was yeah. I was
0: I was curious to to know why they went that direction. But Glenn, you kind of brought it up. He does kind of he has been kind of injury prone, and a lot of teams are actually moving to two tight end sets. So. I mean, it could definitely benefit them, you know, in the long call, especially with what they're trying to do. If anything, it could just add, you know, more time for Josh Allen. So then that way he doesn't feel like he has to run, you know, every every single down because they still didn't address their running back need, which was kind of interesting to me. But, eh,
1: Josh, I mean, Josh Allen is the running back.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: <laughs> no joke. Well, you do have so, James Cook, who's
2: Delvin Cook's brother in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and Damian, he, Harris, and then they got and Damian Harris.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they did get Damian. I forgot about Damian Harris. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll I'll, I'll stop knocking on. I mean, AFC East is no stacked, right though. Very much. Very much. And the more weapons that you have, I mean, the, the better. I mean, look at that. That's how I. Honestly, that's how Tampa won the Super Bowl. I mean, not only to because of their you know great defense and it got after Patrick Mahomes, but to get to that Super Bowl, I mean, there were so many weapons at Tom at Tom Brady's disposal. It was unreal. So but we're, um, we're
2: feeling it this year with the salary cap.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we we just kicked that can all the way down the street until you know we we finally got to the dead end, and now we're having to pay. So, but um, let's let's switch to the defensive side of the ball. I'll go ahead and I'll take the lead on this one because I'm actually really excited. I wasn't excited at first, but then the more and more I thought about it and the more and more I looked at it, I think that it's going to be a perfect fit. And my defensive rookie of the year is Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 19 overall. And at first I was like, what are we doing? I was like, who is this guy, first of all? Didn't even know anything about him. Never heard of him or anything else like that. Come to find out that he's one of the top. He's he's one of the top prospects to ever come out of Pittsburgh, next to you know the great Aaron Donald. I mean his 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 overall um, scorecard. You know coming out of Pittsburgh this last season was f- absolutely phenomenal. And when you look at his tape, he's he's exactly what Tampa needs. Tampa's defense, like I said earlier, lacked great rush defense they they and that was something that they were always known for you could not run in on tampa you might as well just you, you're gonna have to beat us through the air that is yep. what we prided ourselves on for so many years and you know and last year it just something happened you know i mean it just injuries you know and just kind of some sh- shifts that you know kind of happened um, we were unable to perform at the way that we were able to perform and people were just dicing us up right up the middle. So if you look at who he's going to be paired next to, he's going to be paired next to another draft pick that at first I was like, who is this guy? And why are we getting him? And that turned it out to be Vita Vea, you know? So, I mean, he's going to be paired up next to Vita Vea, one of the best nose tackles in the league. And you're you're he he's he's honestly he's the new Namakinsu for us. That's exactly who Elijah Kansi is. He's is the new Sue. He's going to be able to plug up the hole with Vita Vea, and he's also going to be able to kind of push back to the quarterback to get a little bit of pressure up the middle when you know the quarterback decides to hang on to the ball for a little bit longer. So I think that it's a great pick. I think that he's going to fit really well into the Todd Bowles defensive system. It's exactly what a Todd Bowles defense looks for. And, um, you know, like I said at first, I was not impressed and I was very, you know, aggravated. But looking back on it and the re- and the track record of Jason Light, I really shouldn't question it. So I like Kalija Kansi out of Pittsburgh.
2: All right. Nice. Cool. I mean I all valid. And, and and quite honestly, when I saw that pick too, I was like, what the what? And and I was like, hold on, I I either have I have not have had too many beers or I'm I'm falling asleep here and i'm like okay and then they're like this guy is just like aaron donald and they show some of his
0: highlight clips i'm like okay i'm fine now (laughs) (laughs) right Right. that's exactly how i was too i was like oh okay not saying that he's gonna be aaron donald i feel like it's so stupid when people compare like all-time great same
2: college though same (laughs) college same style so i can understand the comparison but like very like yeah very similar build and stuff like that and I was just very shocked. I just didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, you know, I again, like I said this in the beginning, you stole my steal of the draft, and the early defensive rookie of the year award has to go to Christian Gonzalez. I know Witherspoon is absolutely a freak of nature, but like <clears throat> they're arguably one and two swap, right? Christian Gonzalez, he's he's a little bit bigger, he's fast, he's got range, um, He's got good hands for a corner. So if it comes close, just expect it to get picked off. Um he mm. reminds me a lot of like Stefan Gilmore. Um, or maybe I'm not gonna say Revis because that's a whole different type of island. Um, like Asante Samuel, like there there are similarities um in the Pats have a very good way of developing very good, uh, def- uh, defensive backs and the cornerback position specifically is where they, they thrive. And that's why mm-hmm. the jets got away with it this year. Cause sauce is, I mean, he came out and just bald. And, and I don't think that's going to happen again for the jets, uh, for another rookie of the year mm-hmm. domination, but, um, I think the Pats, I still think it stays the AFC East with, with Christian Gonzalez. He's just – he shows the all-around cornerback fill for them, and I think he's going to succeed, um, which I don't want to see the Bills throwing interceptions. I don't like – I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is throwing interceptions, it, it, there's something wrong. um, it, But, like, Tua better be careful. And it, you got – The AFC East is going to be ridiculous. And I think Christian Gonzalez balls out for defensive rookie of the year. It's
0: going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough division to win that. But if he does, which I believe he can, I truly believe that he can because he is, like I said, I mean, he was the seal of of the draft for me there. So, but I mean, like to think that, you know, I mean, the, the, the quarterbacks that he has to go up against, you know, I mean, with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Tua, eh, I mean, but the weapons that he's going to have to face there in Miami, um, it's definitely going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting, but I, I want to be surprised if it goes to
1: him at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I think these guys are great picks and you guys, you know, so y'all, y'all are, y'all are really going to make me Make me talk about a defensive player finally, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know,
0: Theo, you, you can't. The thing about Defensive Rookie of the Year is that it has to go to a
1: defensive player, unfortunately. Um, my Defensive Player <laughs> of the Year is Will Levis because he's going to throw so much interceptions. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, Will Levis. Um, no, I am going to talk a little bit about Devin with this one. Um, that's my pick. I, I don't know guys, like, cause I can't stop talking about Seahawks. Uh, I just, I, I, I think they had a great draft. Um, and you know, to be able to get, uh, to get this guy is, is, um, you know, it's definitely, definitely is, uh, it's another feather in their cap, right? Like everyone talks already about How good they, you know, how good uh, their draft was last season, how much, how much diamonds in the rough they were able to find, and the lower picks that just turned into, you know, immediate stars like like uh, Tariq, Tariq Woolen, and just to to be able to now go and you know just pick up a guy like like Witherspoon here, who's just you know highly touted guy. Maybe not the biggest guy, but just like you watch him play, and it's like I don't know, like it's almost like he's like just like glued onto these wide receivers. Man, this guy just he no one seems to get, you know to be able to lose him. Um, you know, and I, I I really think that this you know this is someone that you know with the other with the talent that's already there, able to help him shine. I think this is someone that definitely could contend for. Defensive Player of the Year for sure, or Defensive Rookie of the Year, and um, you know, I I I just thought it was interesting to watch. You know, I you know I tried to pull up some of his his tape as well, and just he just you know seemed like a guy that could play anywhere. You know, just a dynamic cornerback um, that can really kind of take snaps from wherever on the field, and you know that was trusted to do so. So you know, hey. I will take a shot on this guy, you know, as as the the guy that admittedly does not does not really watch defense as hard as he watches offense. Um I thought it was a great pick and I and, and and I think um the base of my argument is that, you know, that team is already kinda so set there um defensively that I think uh having a having someone there coming with his talent is it's gonna allow him to shine.
0: Yeah, and, you know, at first, because I think everyone was going to have Seattle take Jalen Carter at number five. Right. I think that that's, that's what everyone kind of figured that they were going to take. And then when they got Devin Witherspoon, I was like, ooh, interesting. And then I started really thinking about it. They have Tariq Woolen, which if yeah. it wasn't for Sauce Gardner, Tariq would have gotten defensive rookie of the Absolutely. year last year. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if it, if it wasn't for just the unbelievable play of Sauce Gardner, Tariq is right there with him, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, so, and Tariq, you kind of mentioned, you know, Devin Weatherspoon, he isn't the most physical, you know, you know, just dominant guy as far as his, his stature, but Tariq Woolen is actually a really big corner, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, think about the practice that they have, they have to go up against DK Mavcalf, you know, um, Lockett, and now they have to go up against JSN now. Um, So, they're getting good reps in practice and the NFC West isn't necessarily loaded with you know offensive weapons so it's mm-hmm. going to be it, it it's it's going to be interesting because like I said at first I was like man they didn't take Jalen and then I was like wait a minute they just added a really good corner to their already very good secondary. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like what the Eagles did with, you know, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and just added more depth and more, you know, ammunition to their defensive lines. So, <clears throat> but overall, man, it was an absolutely great draft. Yeah. It did I mean, not disappoint it, at all. It did not disappoint at all. And, you know, mm-hmm. usually – I'm like, okay, I'm so done with this draft. I just want to go to bed because right. you know, try and watch it all. But, like, this draft, I'm like, oh, wow, we're already at pick, like, 20. And I'm like, okay. It's very quick. It was. It was very quick, and there was just a lot of action going on. There was trades yeah. all throughout the first round. Which uh, yeah. Was...
1: One of the most traded drafts in years, apparently. Um, there was... Oh, yeah. On the trades, yeah.
0: I definitely believe that. But, I mean, like, overall – Okay, let, let, let's do our final grades and then we'll get out of here. We'll we'll let these we'll let these people go. Hey, we appreciate you guys listening to us, hey. man. We hey, we we had the most plays on our last episode. So shout out to you guys let's and all go. of our listeners. Let's continue Thank to build you, this followers. community absolutely let's continue to build this community let's continue to get interactive with each other we want to hear from you um you know and just just follow us on our social medias because that's where you can contact us um you know and you know to get as many interactions with us but so definitely thank you guys but before we let you guys go let's do an overall grade who won who had the best grade in the draft round one through seven.
2: Ooh, overall
0: <clears throat> overall
2: oh that's a hard one yeah uh i mean there's some guys that said the pittsburgh steelers were number one i i don't think i agree I mean, pittsburgh with that Did
0: i was so close to having joey porter jr as the steal of the draft because him going into the second round and also the pittsburgh steelers i think was just like for
1: an awesome team, yeah
0: yeah yeah it was awesome
1: yeah that's so I, I don't
0: know i'll I'll tell you who I got. I'll tell you who I got and it's yeah. it it was it was the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that uh, the Georgia yeah. Eagles yeah, 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 it was the Georgia Eagles yeah um so I think that <laughs> I think that they added you know just so many different so many so many pieces that they can use right away um you know that can make an impact right away to that team that is already really stacked. And, uh, you know, I, they, I just think that they made a lot of smart moves. You know, they, they traded back a couple of times, but they still were able to get guys who are going to be able to, you know, have day one impact. So I think overall they, 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 they filled some needs. Um, they added depth to, you know, other positions that need depth um, just with, you know, the injuries that happened in the, in the NFL. And I think that, you know, honestly, I think that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be the team to beat this coming up year.
1: I can't can't argue against that that would be you know if I if I was trying to not go chalk um but you know I I I don't think I mean I don't even know if it's an argument man they just the draft was just so good man they just kind of did exactly what you want yeah and
0: not to say that we all have to pick a different team you know I mean like if you agree with it then hey I mean then you agree with it yeah that's
1: that's hard
2: to go against but you know I think that I don't know if it was the best grade, but kind of like, I think I'm gonna go on, on a limb here, like probably more so than Will Levis in the first pick of the draft. But um, Detroit Lions.
0: Okay, Glenn, I hear you. Whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I think the Detroit Lions for the for the picks that they got, they make sense, huh? T- to a point, outside of Jameer Gibbs, but like you picked up vacancies that you needed and I think Jared Goff is gonna kind of pop off like the second half of last year. Um and they got Hendon Hooker. So just in case there's maturity there, he can learn behind Jared Goff. Um I just I really wish they had picked up more defense to be honest. If, if it, they uh, definitely if it's need them, defense. <laughs> yeah, I know they desperately need. They gave up like 21 points a game easily. It was ridiculous. And it's either that or, yeah, I mean, the Eagles did pick up like some solid... Like, how do you argue picking up back-to-back championship teams out of college? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know. I, I don't it's, know.
0: It's hard to bet against and Plus, fact that you don't want to pick the Philadelphia Eagles because you're a Tampa fan, which I can respect. I can truly respect that.
2: I mean, the Steelers. They got some solid ones too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like to go with the I wanna go with the Lions. You know, let them be the 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 weirdo draft class, but you know, I, I think they did solid
3: hmm.
2: outside of the whole awkward Gibbs pick in the beginning, but I think they'll be all I'll right.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Colts, man. Um I'd say Ooh. To, you know, oh. I'd, I'd say they had a had a, had a I mean, listen, man, you got you get Anthony Richardson, you know, you get someone that, you know, hopefully can change the the landscape of your team, you know, for years to come. You know, I mean, and, and even if you even not just counting him, you know, I, I think the Colts did a lot of just kind of like, hey, we're, you know, we're here. We're going to take, we're going to, you know, we're going to do our due diligence on these guys. Who is the best player here? They did a lot of best player available picking. Not a lot of reaching, not a lot of like over over picking. You know, they let the draft come to them. Um, yeah, and you know, you know, you look at it overall, and you know, they got some solid players. You know, overall, they got some good guys and people that's gonna help them along the way. You know, hopefully, help them to to groom Anthony Richardson, and and you know, they they got him a wide receiver. You know, they got uh you know good cornerback in the second round, Blake Freeland. You know who's a pretty good um, um, offensive tackle in the round four. I think, you know they they took they took the value that fell to them, and sometimes you can't ask for much more than that. Um, they took
2: three cornerbacks. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of a lot of lottery picks, man. They just kind of like, hey, let's see what happens. You're gonna hit on something. So, um, I, I think
0: yeah, I mean gonna, something. I Hey, some people hit a home run on day one, and other people yep. think so, they think they hit a home run, and it's not going to turn out that way. But that's yeah. the beauty of the NFL. That's the beauty of the draft. That's why we watch it. That's why we follow it. That's why we talk about it mm-hmm. because we never know what the outcome is going to be. Time can only tell, and that is all the time that we have oh, for my. the show today. Uh-oh. Look at Take that! Look at it. that!
1: Oh my goodness! You're oh a man! Sir. Look, look
0: at us look at us it. we might be a day late but hey man we're still professional over here you know we're what I mean <laughs> <short>. <laughs> That's right. oh man Hey, but we hey, guys, fellas, man, it's always, it's always so much fun doing this with you guys. I can't thank you guys enough for, for, you know, jumping in when you guys did and, you know, just kind of rolling with, with, with the punches and, you know, all oh, the yeah. ups and downs and, you know, yeah. we still got lives outside of this, but yet, man, we still, you guys still take the time to do this with me. So I definitely appreciate you guys. And I appreciate all of the listeners. Yes. You guys are awesome. Continue to follow us. Glenn, where can they follow us on Facebook?
2: the beard zone podcast on facebook
0: the beard zone podcast on facebook you guys can also follow us on twitter that's at beard zone pod that's at beard zone pod you'll see the logo with the beautiful ryan fitzpatrick beard beard zone there at the bottom and, uh, you know, give us a follow there because I we, we try and put out tweets almost every day. Uh, maybe some polls that goes out, you know, just kind of get a little bit interactive. We want to be interactive with you guys. We would love to see you guys. And that's how you guys can support us. That's how you guys can continue to, you know, just kind of can... If you guys want to support us, we're not asking for your money. We're not asking for anything like that. We're just asking for you to support us, to continue to help mm-hmm. us grow. Share it with your family and friends if they like football, Click you know, and just... Yeah. Just click the button. It does. It, it goes so far. Write a good review. All of that stuff. All those little things that a lot of people skip over. If you do it, it definitely helps us, the creators out a ton. So from myself and from the two gentlemen here, guys, do you guys have anything left to say before we have a little bit of a break, just, 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 you know, a two week break before we're back, but you know I mean? But before the next episode,
2: I just want to say, thanks. Uh, Thanks to both of you guys being on this podcast and creating some good moments. And then uh, thank you for everyone who's listening to this podcast. You guys, it means a lot to us. And uh, hopefully we can show our gratitude in some shape or form, either in person or, or on the social media platforms.
1: Yeah, same. I mean, I, I I would just just echo that. You know, thanks everyone for watching and just, you know, keep your head on the ground for us, keep a lookout for us as we continue to grow. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Um, you know, our day ones. You guys kind of following us um, you know as we build this thing to the top. And thank you guys. And, you know, just keep keep rocking with us and we're gonna keep on growing and getting better for you. So look out for us coming up. And you know, football getting closer and closer, man. There's just one day at a time, one sleep at a time, one breath at a time. Just, just let's get there. Let's get there together.
0: Absolutely, let's get there together. We're just trying to build a football community to just, you know, talk football, have a little bit of fun banter back and forth with each other, because that's 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 what football is about, man. Mm-hmm. It's not about you know, it's just about to have. It's all about. Having just a little bit of fun, and we want you guys to have fun. So, just like what Theo said, all of you guys who've rocked with us from day one, and all of you guys who are just brand new, and this is the first episode that you are hearing, we are going to be doing a lot of stuff this year. We got a lot of stuff in the pipeline that is going to be coming down the road. We got a lot of ideas. We got, I mean, I got two great minds sitting right here next to me. And Aww. so um, w- we got a lot of things going this year. So just, hey, continue to follow us, get on our socials, interact with us. If you guys have any topics or anything else like that, we want to hear from you about who your steals of the draft were, who are your early offensive rookie of the years, or defensive rookie of the years, all of that. You can email yeah. us at thebeardzonepodcast at gmail.com. That's thebeardzonepodcast at gmail.com. You guys can email us, Dale. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to hearing from you. But until then, we will be back in two Thursdays. I know it's Friday that you guys are hearing this. We had a little bit of a delay. That's going to happen. Life happens. But we appreciate you guys rocking with us. We'll be back in two Thursdays to talk more football. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. At least oh, that's always. what we're hoping for. Oh, <laughs> and Oh, uh, yeah, dude. this oh, The
2: offseason oh, was not short content, and I'm sure the season's going to be fine. It's
0: gonna so. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's going to be a ton of fun. So, But we appreciate you guys, and until next time.